Well, it's all things morning routine this week, and today's guest is going to put us in the right direction, so let's do it. You're listening to the Elevate Your Aid podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja Chris McPeak will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you sharing their tips and strategies for success and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Hello, and welcome to the Elevate Your 8 podcast. I'm Chris McPeak, your host, and this week is Morning Routine Glory Challenge Week. Thanks for tuning in. We are talking about all things morning routine this week, both on here on the show, in my Facebook group, and everywhere I am online. I'm trying to really make some good sense of what's going on right now with the coronavirus, knowing that a lot of our regular routines are being completely disrupted. We're kind of having to make stuff up as we go. Many of us are working remotely for the very first time, and this can be a bit of a challenge. So I hope, I would love for you to go online right now to chrismcpeak.com forward slash morning and join us for the routine. The routine started on Monday, March 23rd, but that's okay. You can pop in anytime this week. The challenge is going to be live the entire time, and you can definitely catch up if you miss days one or two. Additionally, I'm going to be working with some of my colleagues from the Rise and Blue Mastermind Group, and we're going to start putting together an online summit that can help you guys cope with what's going on right now. I realize that many of you might be out of work or might be worrying that you may not go back to work. I realize a lot of you are concerned about how to stay healthy and fit while you have to be home. And I also realize that a lot of you are still dealing with a lot of fear and misunderstanding and confusion. My buddies and I really want to help you with that. So so go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash morning. Sign up for the rest of the challenge. And if you want to email me and let me know what you need right now, I would love to hear from you. Seriously, anybody. Email me anything. I will listen. I will give you the best advice I can. I'm going to set up resources to help you guys during this time. I know it's frustrating and I know that we need to come together. So info at chrismcpeak.com and that's Chris with a K. I want to hear from you. I want you to tell me everything. Well, not everything, but you know, tell me what you need and I'll see what I can do to help you out. Up next is my interview with Rachel. Okay, welcome everybody to the Elevate Your A podcast. This is Chris McPeak, your host, and today we're joined by Rachel Morin from Plan Today with Maggie Ray. Rachel, how are you doing? I'm great. Thanks, Chris, for having me. Now, you ha- your um, the name of your business is Clever because it's kind of a play on words. Can you tell everybody what that is? For sure. So um, Maggie Ray is kind of almost like a pseudonym for me because my first name's Rachel. So that's where the Ray comes from. And my middle name is Margaret. So Maggie. So I just flip those around um, to, yeah, create a little um, plan words, as you said. I love it. It's so smart. Well, first, let's get rolling with your origin story. So how did you start your business and what is it about productivity that excites you? 
gives you a charge. Yeah, absolutely. So I was running a sales and marketing company beforehand, and I had recently changed directions to take on some recruiting challenges that my partners were having. Um, so with this change, I ended up working from home. So I was working from home, still working full time, but I didn't feel like I was doing as much as I normally did. So um, I'm a little bit of a busybody, and I was like, oh my God, I gotta fill my time with something that I really wanna do um, now that I have the option. So that's kind of how my website was born. Um, I was I wanted to have a little bit of a passion project, and productivity was something that I was really um, passionate about. So I wanted to be able to sh share my organization and time management strategies with other people. Um, I guess the reason that I chose productivity there as well, Chris, um, was because I loved that I could get so much out of all of my days and. When I was working in sales and marketing, I managed a team of a lot of younger people, you know, straight out of university that didn't have a lot of experience and hadn't had a lot of time to build good habits. So I really took a lot of that on in mentoring them and really building those strategies and techniques so that they could be much more successful and feel capable and have a lot more confidence in what they were taking on as well. So that's something I really liked in my previous position and something that I wanted to bring into this passion project as well. Awesome. I love it. So it sounds like you and I sort of have some of the same brain in terms of like why productivity is so important. Um, being a busybody and not feeling like I can sit still for very long. Let's talk a little bit about how you work your productivity out and, and how you share your, your uh, passion project with the world. Now, I've never understood a bullet journal. So let's, let's talk about those for a minute. Explain what that is and, and how you use it. For sure. So um, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out a productivity system that worked for, for me. I had all kinds of different planners, all kinds of different agendas, post-it systems, you mm -hmm. know, the works. I tried everything and a lot of it was really great. But what I was always finding was that um, I never had one place for everything. I had a notebook for this, a notebook for that, this board for this. So it was all over the place. And when I, I spent a lot of time looking for what I was looking for, you know? So when I came across the bullet journal system, I was like, okay, this is perfect because it's so customizable. I can make it exactly what I need to make it so that I have a place for everything that I need to keep track of. Now, there are a lot of misconceptions about bullet journals. Like, you know, you're on Instagram or Pinterest or whatever, and you see like all these beautiful pieces of art and you're like, wow, this is what that is. You know, it's an right. art journal. <laughs> yeah, you know, and those are wonderful. And you know, if that that's what works for you and it's a creative outlet, awesome. But for me, it's a productivity tool. It's somewhere that I can keep track of what I have been doing, what I'm doing right now, and what I need to be doing next. So I have all that lined up so it's much more streamlined and I can find all the information that I need. I know where I am in the projects that I'm trying to coordinate and I know the goals that I'm working towards as well and it's all in one place. So, okay, so when I hear the word journal or I talk about journaling, I'm always thinking like, okay, I have a book and I have a pen and I'm just free forming, you know, all of my thoughts and stuff like that. But a bullet journal really is more like a planner, isn't it? 
Yeah, so you can definitely do some like long form journaling in it if you want. Like I think that reflections can be something that are super handy. So if you make some room um, at the end of your day to write in, you know, what was working, what kind of challenges you were coming up against, a big win you had, then you can use that too as like a way to track what works for you. If you notice um, consistently, okay, when I start my day this way, I really have a lot more productivity. Or if this sort of thing happens, it always leads me down this path. Um, so you can notice those things when you incorporate some long form journaling in your bullet journal, but you don't necessarily have to. Um, does that make sense? I guess it do- it totally does. So is it is it just uh, it's at one page per day, and you put all your stuff on there, and then go to the next page, or do you kind of it varies according to what's what's on your to do list or what your projects are? Good question. Um, it definitely depends on what's going on and what works best for you. Um, how much space you need, how many things you're trying to keep track of. Um, I usually use like two pages per week. I like to look at my kind of week at a time. Um, And I keep track of like big events and then I have like a running task list. So I add things on, I cross them out um, as I kind of go. Some people, they like to have a full page per day, but that's something that you kind of have to work out for yourself. What works best for you? Yeah, that's once again why it's so great because it's customizable. Do you need a full page? Do you need six pages some days? Do you only need a quarter of a page? It really um, depends on you, what your life looks like, and what it is you're trying to keep track of. Awesome. I love it. Okay, well, I might have to give that a try. You may need to coach me first, but that's okay. The big reason I wanted to talk to you is because this week I'm hosting a challenge on uh, building morning routines, and you and I connected over that through mutual Facebook group. So we're both part of the Ultimate Bundles affiliate uh, partnership. And so let's talk about morning routines. What does yours look like? How did you create it? And how would you coach, motivate, inspire somebody to, to get to work on one of their own? Yeah. So I think that morning routines are so important. Like everybody works better when they kind of know what to expect. And when you don't have to think so much in the morning and you just kind of do, um, that's the best way to, to start your day in my opinion. So I like to keep my morning routine pretty simple. Um, I am not one of those people that's like, you know, you should get up at five o'clock in the morning to have all the free time to yourself. Um, and if that works for you, once again, like that's awesome. It's all about what works for you at the end of the day. But for me, um, I spent a lot of time, like from when I was 16 to when I was 25, working in restaurants. So I was working, you know, late nights and um, in my business when I was running that too, I spent a lot of late nights. So I just changed my schedule so that I was working late nights and, you know, right. getting up at five and working really late doesn't really work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel best when I get up between seven and seven thirty, and I think that finding a good start point for your day is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And then making sure that that's when you always get up. Um, so I get up at seven, seven thirty. I wake up my kids, I eat breakfast with them, um, and drive them to school. <laughs> so that's like the first part of my day. My partner's up a little bit earlier, so he chaperones, um, a, a little bit for them, you know, brushing their teeth or getting dressed or whatever while I have a cup of tea. But really, we, we all have breakfast together. The girls get off to school. And when I get back um, at about like, what is it, like 8.45 or something like that, that's when I turn myself into a human. Um, I, am a little <laughs> bit, <laughs> I am lucky that I get to work from home. So I don't have, mm-hmm. you know, a huge set of things that I need to do before I head out the door. 
that, you know, shower, get dressed, eat. And I always look over my bullet journal first thing in the morning as well. I was like, okay, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing today? Because if I know where I want to end, then I know where I need to start. Uh, so looking over my plan, yeah, and um, really getting a good understanding of what I need to take care of, and then starting on your most important task first when you have the most energy is so important. I think that the reason my morning routine works really well and how simple it is is because I do a bunch of prep work the night before. Anything that's could be in your morning routine, but you could also do at night, like do at night, sure. um, get it out of the way. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about it. You don't feel rushed or stressed. All you need to do is like the very basics. And yeah, that's the way that I like to keep it. That I love the, um, like think about the end of your day. And so it's very Stephen Covey, like begin with the end in mind, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and, okay. So, and I love what you said about the whole you don't have to be a 5 a.m. person to have a morning routine. I, I have a friend who's very much a night owl. And so she says, well, I, you know, I don't have a morning routine because I'm not really up in the morning. And I said, well, yeah, but if that's, that's looking at things literally. If you look at things figuratively, when the time you get out of bed, that's morning for you. So if your morning routine doesn't start till noon, that's fine. It's still, it's still your morning routine. And, and yeah, and I love that it's meant to set the tone for your day. Mine's very regimented. Um, I, do very, I do very specific things. And for me, it came from a place of, not when I say lack, um, not that I want to focus on lack, but what are the things in my life that are missing and how can getting up even 30 minutes earlier help fill that void? Um, which is, you know, very Hal Elrod, but, but, um, that's yeah. sort of how I I've built mine. So has yours transitioned or varied over the years? Have you, as you've learned new things about how your productivity style is and, you know, you have a family. So of course, sometimes you're at, at their whim in, in, um, in getting your day off to a start. So, so how has, how has it been easy for you to shift and pivot? Absolutely. Um, I think that, you know, your routine needs to grow and change with you, you know, as you enter different seasons of your life, different things are going to be important. So for me right now, um, my mornings are a little bit more free than other people's. Like the bulk of my work takes place in the afternoon. Okay. So um, my mornings are a little bit more free for like my relationship building with my family. So that's why I like to have breakfast with them and spend that morning time there. And then I go over my day, you know, I hit the gym in the morning as well. Um, those kinds of things. And that's a lot different than when I was working in my office. Um, when I was in my office, it was very much like a lot of people, you know, I was in there between eight thirty nine o'clock. So I woke up much earlier. It was much more of a little bit of a blurry whirlwind as I woke yes. up and got presentable for everybody that needed to actually see me in the day. <laughs> and I totally get where you're coming from, Chris, with wanting to wake up earlier to have some time for yourself because, you know, at the end of the day, it's very mm -hmm. hard to have enough energy to take on something that is just for you. So if you can shift that to doing um, it in the morning, you can spend some quality time doing something that's for you. It energizes you for throughout the rest of your day as well. Um, so it, it's definitely changed a lot for me to circle back to your question um, from, you know, having a lot more to do in the morning and having it a lot more specific and not a lot of leeway. Um, but as I've kind of changed my focus in my business, I've been able to do what a lot of people do in the evenings over dinner, over breakfast instead. Oh, my delightful Elevate Your Eight audience. In the spring, our fancy lightly turns to thoughts of spring cleaning 
no more winter, and possibly getting our asses back in gear with a morning routine. The days are getting slightly longer, temperatures getting somewhat warmer, unless you live in Chicago, and you're probably excited to start wearing your short sleeves, unless you live in California. Regardless, spring is a great time not only to clean, but to hone your morning routine, which is why I'm offering the free challenge, Morning Routine Glory, starting on Monday, March 23rd. We'll spend four days together doing a time inventory, a positivity wish list, all of which will culminate in your very own brand new morning routine. The challenge is absolutely free and you can sign up right now by going to chrismcpeak.com forward slash morning. Sign up today and mark those calendars for Monday, March 23rd. Now back to today's episode. Well, let's get contemporary just for a second. So um, a lot of us are working from home, not by choice right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> how, how, how important would it be in, in this time where we're, sh- some of us are shelter in place or we're working remotely, um, morning routine and, and coping with this corona thing? So how would you um, put a value on that, I guess? Yeah, you know, working from home is a lot harder than most people kind of think about it. Um, I was talking to my stepmom just recently as well, and she was like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, (laughs) I can't stay in my pajamas all day. Like, no one's there for me to talk to. Like, how am I supposed to stay on track? You know, Um, it takes a lot of self-discipline and a lot of understanding of yourself. Uh, to figure out, like, how can I make sure that I'm as productive at home as I am in an environment that's supposed to make me productive, right? You have to form for yourself. Um, And some spaces, like, if you're working in your bedroom, you're like, this is where I sleep. So it doesn't feeling. Um, And that's that's really hard. So, you know, I guess some some regular advice that most people are probably familiar with to try to help when you're working at home is – yeah, to, to treat it like a work day. So don't change your schedule. Don't change when you're getting up. Don't change what you do first thing in the morning. Still get dressed, you know, those kinds of things. Um, I work from home. I still meal plan and I have like a Tupperware meal in my lunch uh, or sorry, right. my fridge for lunch every day. So it's not like I'm just going to take an hour out of the middle of my day to cook something. I'm just like, I got stuff to do still. So it's in the fridge. All I need to do is heat it up and we're good to go. Keeping it as um, normal for you as possible is important. And then making sure that you're working in a place that feels like you're going to be able to get some work done. So if that's minimizing distractions, make sure that you do that. If you need to be able to close the door, close the door. Um, you know, if you need a table, sit at a table. Um, but if you, you know, work better in a little bit of a comfy place, maybe your couch is a great spot for you. Mm-hmm. So once again, it really depends on what works for, for you and try some stuff out. You know, we probably have a couple of weeks of working at home. So you have a little bit of time to figure it out. Um, and then I would just, you know, really suggest for people too to stay in touch with their coworkers or their family as yes. much as possible. Um, because that, that isolation aspect is really hard for solopreneurs um, when they're starting out. And it's definitely a lot different for, for employees that are used to working in more of a team setting that are all of a sudden in their house with no one else around. So keeping those lines of communication open, whether that's through WhatsApp or phone calls or Zoom meetings or whatever, um, can be a really important aspect to make sure that the accountability factor is still there. And then just that feeling of togetherness. 
Yeah, I, uh, I'm with you completely on that. And especially with people getting used to being at home and not seeing their team members every day. So I literally taught my entire staff how to use Zoom because um, obviously I've been playing with it for a year and a half with the podcast, but a lot of my, um, a lot of my peers at, uh, I work at a community college during the day, they've never had the need to use Zoom. Like there was a lot of freeconferencecall.com stuff and like, that's okay. But this, this was like two extra steps. So now I need a microphone and I need some headphones and I'm going to download a widget or whatever. Um, but uh, we're doing daily check-ins. So um, the Monday one is at one because my supervisor has a big okay. executive meeting in the morning and then the others are all at nine o'clock. So we're going to get to see each other's bright shining faces every single day and, and check in and, and see how things are going. So yeah, no, I, t I, t I totally feel that, um, that it's, it's an adjustment. And I've even had to, because I do this podcast at my house, not at my office. So I have my home office for work for my day job is out in the living room. And then this stays here in the bedroom, which isn't the ultimate, but I think not only do I have to be able to separate um, work from home, but I need to be able to separate side hustle from day job. <laughs> so um, yeah. so it, it leads me to have to build these two, these two little uh, cubby holes of places to, to talk and work. Yeah, so. it's for me. For sure. It's funny how our minds work. You know, we have these associations with different parts of our, um, our houses, our environments. So, you know, right. you, when you have those there, they're really hard to break and your, your mind doesn't always do exactly what you want it to. So understanding that about yourself and having, okay, you know, this is my workspace. This is my side hustle space. This is where I sleep. This is where I eat. You know, this is where I relax or whatever. Um, knowing those things about yourself and then kind of building into that is what makes somebody um, successful. It also helps you like shift your groove a lot more seamlessly because that environment changed. You're like, okay, now I'm supposed to be doing this. And it's very subconscious too. So yes. it, it actually saves you time when you have those places. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Awesome. This was great. So I want to, I, I've decided, I've started adding this rapid fire stuff to the end of my show and it, nothing, it, the questions are, have nothing to do with anything we've been talking about. It's just something that's fun <laughs> that I like to do to end things. And especially right now, I think we need a lot more um, fun conversation in, in our lives. So I just, a couple handful of questions here. Um, would you rather take a nap or take a walk? Take a walk. Do you like white wine or red wine? Ooh, I love wine, all wine, any kind, all the time. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Would you rather have a donut or a cupcake? Ooh, cupcake. Are you a dog person or a cat person? I love my cat. Lady Gaga or Madonna? Madonna. Yes, that's my girl. Okay. And then finally, <laughs> this is the big one. Who is the best Batman? Oh, that is a really good question. You know what? I'm really excited to see how Robert Pattinson does in this role. Um, <laughs> wow. So maybe the, yeah, maybe the best Batman hasn't been there yet. The shape of things to come. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Rachel, where can people find you online if they want to connect with you more? Absolutely. So you can always visit my website at www.planningwithmaggieray.com. Um, yeah, that's probably the best Please to connect with me. Of course, you can find me on, on um, social media networks as well. If you type in Planning with Maggie Ray, it should pop up. Well, we will put all of Rachel's connections in the show notes for today. We've been talking to Rachel Morin. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd love for you to hit that subscribe button and then scat on over to leave a rating and review for Elevate Your Aid. 
This ensures that Apple Podcasts knows we are out there and providing great content for you, the audience. Want 22 new ways to make more time and do the things you love? Go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash elevate for my free guide on rockstar time management. That's chrismcpeak.com forward slash elevate. The guide is free and it's just for Elevate Your 8 listeners. See you next week. Keep elevating.